Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, the independent lifestyle desk's weekly podcast on love, dating and relationships. Hosted by me, Rachel Hosey, Assistant Lifestyle Editor. And me, Olivia Petter, Lifestyle Writer. Each week, we're discussing the core dating issues affecting millennials today. There are endless podcasts out there about life as a millennial and also about relationships, but we didn't feel there were any that combined the two and reflected our own experiences. And that's where millennial love comes in. So how's your week been, Livy? What have you been up to? It's been good, thank you. I am just preparing to go away. Um, I'm not sure how much dating I will be doing. I'm going to California for two weeks. I'm so jealous. I'm excited, but I don't think the weather's going to be that good. It looks quite bleak. God, it's so British of me to talk about the weather, isn't it? It's a big part of going away, (laughs) though. That's the first thing I say about my major trip to go to States. I'm going away in February, and I'm already looking at the weather forecast. I mean, like, it's going to change from whatever's forecast, but I'm still looking at it. Mm. The weather really affects your holiday. Yeah, totally. And it's just, you know, what to pack and all that stuff. Well, do you think it will at least be sunny? I think it's, yeah, it's normally sunny in San Francisco, but it's mm. it can be quite cold. But It'll it's be usually quite, though. yeah, usually quite blue skies. So that'd be nice. Mm, I'm V-gel. What are you doing? What, what am I doing? You, or what have you been <laughs> What are you doing with your life? No, what have you been doing? <laughs> we ask the big questions here on Millennial Love. <laughs> Get straight to the hard stuff. Um, I went to the NTAs this week. That's the National Television I was about to say, explain Awards. what that is, because most people don't know what that is. I feel like people know what that is. No, anyway, that's okay. the National Television Awards. Um, and I'd never been, which was very fun and exciting. It's very glam. There are a lot of, like, the people watching was fabulous, because you get everyone from, like, Towie to David Attenborough there um and it was it was a lot of fun like I was very fortunate to be like sitting in one of the nice boxes around the side of the arena um and it was fascinating just sort of look down at everything happening on the stage and seeing all the celebrities and feeling like oh that's you in real life um yeah but it was great (laughs) were you fangirling well Graham Norton was on our tube on the way there oh no way which I mean I've actually I was a bit fangirly, even though I've met him before. I've been to a recording of the Graham Norton show. Like, I've seen him before, but it's still like, oh, my God, it's Graham Norton. He's so also, great. Also, he got the tube. Isn't that That great? makes me like him so much more. What a normal guy. Yeah, I know. I really liked him. And speaking of normal guys, <laughs> honestly, I really just love a segue. <laughs> Bio of the week. Hit me. Okay. So this guy is called George. He's 30 years old. I will read out his bio. Yay. No, no bad preface there. See, quite good. Oh, I'm so pleased. Thank you. Hopefully more bearded than you. Natural predator of lint. Once apologised to an automatic door. I, I just, like that. Yeah, I like that too. It's I think, a bit weird and a bit different yeah. and a bit funny. But also I love lint as well. And if oh, you're going to be a predator of doesn't. anything, be a predator of Swiss chocolate. Mm. Can I get an amen? 
I mean, I'd say amen. Amen. Okay, whatever. It's so good. <laughs> um, I like that he apologised to an automatic door. I think that's quite sweet. I don't really get that, though. Well, I feel like he's, he's you know, maybe he was a bumbling fool. He, and he was he was bumbling, <laughs> not oh, tindering. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, and I'll have you know that we matched. How exciting. Yay! Mm. Well, we'll have to see what happens with George. Yeah, have to come have you messaged him? No, not yet. Okay, well... Don't let Stay me down. tuned. <laughs> anyway, the first topic we're going to discuss today is actually a new app related to dating, but it's not actually a dating app. This is an app that allows you to rate and review your dates straight after going on them. And I mean the person, not the actual evening or whatever it may be. It's called Do I Date? And the idea is to create a more open dating experience by giving you the opportunity to give your date a rating out of five and leave honest feedback about how you found their company. Some people are calling it TripAdvisor for dates. The idea is that you can find someone on the database before you go out with them if someone else has added them to this database. And so you can make an account for someone on Do I Date if you have their phone number. And the person in question will then receive a text message asking for them to verify their account, at which point they could say no and then they won't feature. Um, I just think this is absolutely insane. What do you think? First of all, why would anyone... If you get a text from someone asking you to sign up for this thing, why would anyone say yes? Why would no. you be like, yeah, I'm really happy for you to review me like an Uber driver or a restaurant. Right? Like, right? Give me a rating. Like, it's so bizarre. It's very Black Mirror. There's this episode where every interaction you have with someone, they then rate you on your phone and everyone had like their reputation was like a score above their heads. I find this just absolutely nuts. I can't see it catching on. Or people... Like, yeah, why would anyone say yes? Okay, review me. Unless you're so arrogant that you were like, I'm a brilliant date. Yeah, but also it's kind of like thinking about dating almost as a sport. It's like, yeah. you know, you the idea is that, it's I don't know, it's kind of reducing dating to like going to different restaurants or to yeah. trying out different things. And it's like, yes, to an extent you do want to, you know, date a few people at the same time and see what you like. But that shouldn't be like, encouraged <laughs> you know yeah. the idea is to find someone that you like and you have a connection with the idea is not to go on as many dates as you can with the best rate top rated <laughs> daters because also Hilarious. someone else's top rated data will be you know someone else's worst rated data well this is exactly the thing like I might go on a date with a guy and think like oh they made really weird jokes they like they weren't very chatty blah 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 and then someone else so I might give them quite a bad rating whereas someone else the jokes that they that guy said they might find hilarious yeah it's completely subjective the whole thing about dating is you're finding someone who you click with and who you get on with and that's so subjective so that like that's the whole point you have to date <laughs> probably around quite a lot before you find the right person because well I do believe you know there's someone out there for everyone so just because someone enjoy someone else's company doesn't mean you will also think they're a great date and the other way around as well totally i just think it's very bizarre it's kind of this obsession to like digitize absolutely every single element of our lives and you like you said it is very black mirror but i think the process of dating you know it's already been digitized as far as it can with dating apps but to then turn it into this weird review thing where we 
become essentially Uber drivers of dating. It's just <laughs> very strange. You know what? I find this so funny because A, for a long while, I think this has sort of ended now, but for a long while, people would put in their dating app bios their Uber ratings. Um, for a long time, mine was five and I was really chuffed. I've what now gone it? down to 4.75. Mine was never five. I think mine's like 4.2. I feel like 2. everyone starts at five. It must have oh. been five once. Just not for very long, clearly. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm a very good passenger. I blame my friends. I blame my drunken friends. I mean, sure. Yeah, it's the not, friends. No, it's never me. I'm always very what, sober. Didn't you recently <laughs> tell a tale about falling asleep yeah. in Uber? <laughs> and I mean, I can't think why your rating isn't higher, quite frankly. And that has happened like two times, two or three times. So well, maybe that's why. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've completely lost my train of thought now. We've been talking about Uber. I was just going to say, also, I have a question. So this date thing, does it apply just to dates or does it apply to sex? Presumably not to sex. But if it did... Well, it depends what you do on your date, doesn't it? That's true. But can you imagine if it then becomes a sex thing and you're like, okay, three out of ten for intercourse, seven out of ten for foreplay. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of a world do we live in where that's something we do? that would be so awful. But again... Subjective, what one it, but it's only likes. a matter of time until that becomes a thing. That's <laughs> awful. I <laughs> dread that day. Rate your sexual prowess. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, God forbid. That's just it's very holy this episode of Millennial Love. Um, <laughs> but I can, I feel like maybe there was some thinking behind this was that it would make things safer, or because you know, everyone, I, I love stalking people like i will i've written about you mean on social media just clarify oh yes yes just to clarify that (laughs) i don't i don't physically stalk anyone that's very wrong um but even you know i do this before every before i go out with any guy but to be honest with you as soon as i will match with someone on an app or meet them in real life i will stalk the hell out of them i will find them on facebook i'll find them on linkedin i'll find them on insta i'll find them on twitter i'll that i'll like go down deep but see then an app like this probably sounds like it would be right up your street because you can find out lots of information about them see i do i'm the opposite i don't want to find out anything about them no see i do want to find out like i'm like what did you get in your a levels what were your hobbies were you a prefect (laughs) i want to know all this stuff because i'm weird like that and i'm also like where did you go on holiday and do you do funny instagram captions do you do hashtags i need to know all this stuff but i don't necessarily want to know like if some other girl's been like "Mm, he didn't offer to pay on the day or like he didn't kiss me on the first date or I don't want to know that stuff but also even if they didn't do those things on one date what's to say they would they would or wouldn't do it on the next date you know it's like I just think it's such a defunct system um because like you said it is so subjective it depends who that person is with and how comfortable they feel and obviously that will vary from person to person totally but also I think it I'm kind of the opposite of you I don't really like doing the whole stalking thing which is why this app really kind of repels me because I like to keep all of the kind of intrigue in dating and it makes it it makes it more exciting it makes it more fun and you find out these things for yourself when you find them out i like to save my time i like if i'm (laughs) gonna find deal breakers at some point down the road i'm like i'm gonna find them first and then not waste my time on anything and i know that's awful and some people will say oh you shouldn't dismiss someone because xyz because you might still get on with them blah 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 whatever however i've had occasions where for example i was going to go out with this guy and then i found out he'd nearly gone to prison for glassing someone in a club two years <gasps> earlier so yeah i then did not go out with him because i found these news articles so yeah okay that yeah i can see why you'd be cautious <laughs> that, that's fair enough yeah selling a little 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I mean, yeah, it could have been. A disaster date. (laughs) You're becoming so, like, pernickety on these things. You know, I really don't plan them. You'd think I'd plan them before each episode, but they just come to me. Because they're so brilliant and effortless. Now I'm feeling it's going to be pressure, because it's not always going to be so flawless. (laughs) Hit me with your disaster date, Hosey. All right. Thank you for sending this one in. Here goes. About this time last year, I went on a Bumble date with a guy who was my height exactly, which is five foot four. I didn't say anything about this, but he then spent the first 20 minutes telling me how heightist all girls are. He then told me he didn't like nicknames and would call me by my first name. He accused me of being a vegetarian when I ordered a meat-free pizza and then told me off for not eating the crusts. He didn't believe that I'm a meat eater and I just wanted an aubergine pizza. He said I was just saying that to impress him. Then, finally, he told me his last girlfriend dumped him for being mean to her when he was drunk. The whole thing lasted about two hours, but felt like a lifetime. And then he tried to kiss me as we parted ways. <laughs> God, there's so much that's awful about this. First of all, clearly suffering from short man syndrome. And Big at five time. foot four, mate, I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Poor small guy. That's, that is small for That is small, way. but also, like, There are smaller girls, though. There are smaller girls. And if you're going to be that small, there's nothing you can do about it. you just got to embrace it. Embrace it. Don't talk about it in the first date mm, and be yeah. like, oh, God, I hate how girls are so mm-hmm. heightest. And also, heightest is not a word. Like, just not a thing. The, do you know what? The pizza thing makes me laugh so much. I actually had my very first Tinder date, had a um, bad experience with a pizza, which sounds a bit dodge <laughs> and sexual. But um, do you know what? I might save that story for another episode, to be honest. But I can relate. I can really relate to this. Also, I love an aubergine pizza and I also eat meat, so I totally get what you're saying. Me too, but I love that she said he accused me of being a vegetarian. <laughs> That's really like weird. It's, like it's some defamatory thing. It's hilarious. Yeah, and that he thought that she was trying to impress him by being like, no, I swear I eat meat. Yeah. And then, I'm sorry, telling her to eat the crusts. Yeah, weird. What is that? I, I hate food waste, but I'm not going to tell someone to eat their crusts. No, I love the crusts. And I actually went out for pizza on Sunday with a group of friends. And one of my best friends who I always got for did pizza Did you have with, a veganuary-friendly pizza? I did. And, oh, my God. Does I that mean, mean no cheese at yeah, all or vegan cheese? it was so joyless. It's like eating... 
a hot dog without a sausage or <laughs> a burger without a bun. So you just had bread with tomato on Bread basically. with tomato sauce, which is, but it's not even like tomato sauce. It's like bread dipped in pasta sauce. Yeah. It was just so sad. I feel for you. It was, yeah, it actually really upset me. Anyway, let's not talk about that. So <laughs> too my emotional. Friend, yeah, it's too, it's too hard. Um, so my, my friend Lydia, who I went to have this pizza with, she always um, saves her crusts. Oh. till the very end and I always ask her why she does that and she's like well it's more like logic and it's more you know being practical because I want to fill up on all of the toppings mm. and then once I've finished those I'll assess the crust situation yeah and if I'm still hungry I'll eat them yeah get you so it's like it's like an orderly fashion she always does that and mm, I do that yeah so it, it makes sense I think you know crusts are a very personal thing yeah for sure some people love them I think they're definitely inferior to the rest of the pizza oh see I like them because they're really thick and they're quite doughy yeah, but and I'm a texture I, person. So. I want the toppings. Okay, yeah. Unless it's like cheese stuffed in the authentic Italian way. I've never Or you have like that. dips, which also definitely not authentic. Dips, dips are a game changer. If you have hummus, I know this might be controversial, but hummus, pizza, I, I mean hummus in anything. I could bloody bathe in hummus. I add hummus to every meal. Me too. If in doubt, add hummus. Mm. In every life situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably Good. work as a face mask. <laughs> then you can lick it off. <laughs> I don't know what you do in your free time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks for sending the story in. It sounds like a disastrous date and we loved it. Now, let's move on to talk about our next discussion point of today, which is dating at school. Now, you might be thinking, why are you talking about school? You're millennials, you're graduated, you're working. The reason for this is... The headmaster of a leading public school in Wales has banned pupils from having relationships, saying he would expel students who have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Now, this was all revealed in a leaked email. It was um, from Toby Belfield, who is the principal of... How do, I don't know how you pronounce this school. Ruthin? Ruthin? That's how it's spelt, but I really I'd, don't know. Yeah, I'd say Ruthin. It's a school in North Wales, and it's... Um, Cost you know thirty four thousand five hundred pounds a year. It's a top school. It's a co-ed boarding school. And he said that he strongly disapproves of students engaging in romantic relationships because it distracts them from their studies. Now, since this has all come out, he's slightly backtracked and said he was just trying to dissuade people from relationships. They won't actually be expelled. But I mean, he clearly sent that email in the first place. It's just bizarre. So he was interviewed by the Daily Post and he said, I do not tell children that having a relationship is wrong. My email clearly said having a relationship whilst at school is unnecessary and damaging to their education. Pupils will not be summarily expelled for being in a relationship. They will be given the opportunity to review their current romantic situation. And my (laughs) belief is that they and their parents will put their education first. I mean, wow. It's just ridiculous. First of all, you're talking about 16 to 18 year olds. You know, they are legally able to have sex. By 18, they are legally adults. And you're telling them not to engage in romantic relationships. It's patronising. First of all, it's very patronising. It's incredibly controlling. He clearly hasn't had good sex in a long time. <laughs> I think he needs a good banging. <laughs> clearly. Um, but it's just so bizarre. Like, as someone who was lucky enough to go to a really lovely co-ed boarding school as well, I can tell you that one of the only ways you get through the boredom of those long, cold winter nights is oh by... God. Is by... Because you're in the middle of the... Like, I was at least in the middle did of the countryside. Did you have to sneak into the boys' houses, though? Or did you go to, like, you know, no. the shed behind the cricket pavilion? Okay, so basically... Oh, God. <laughs> so there was all kinds of things that happened on campus, Um 
after dark <laughs> with, <laughs> at our school. So um, from, I think from year nine, which is, you know, 13, 14, mm. you're allowed to go on campus. I don't know if this is still the case, but it was when I was there. You're allowed to go on campus from 9pm to 10pm. After you've you done your homework. On campus. So you were allowed to like kind of roam out the grounds. To the grounds. Yeah, you were allowed okay. to be on the grounds. Um, so often this would be the time when pe- students would meet up who were dating. You know, and I say dating in inverted yeah, commas. I mean, they weren't they, dating, were No, they? but they would go, I mean, they kind of were. They would go on like walks, again, Cute. inverted commas, around <gasps> the campus. They weren't really walking. Well, they were sometimes escapades. They were sometimes. Were, were you dating boys at school? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Everyone did. And you would go to all these little spots. There was like the garden shed. <laughs> there was, wow. you know, the stables. <laughs> like all these little places that people would go and it was so funny I remember once I was going on a walk I was going on walks with this guy so like the you know millennial equivalent equivalent to seeing someone would be going on a few walks with them a couple nights a week and I'd been seeing this guy and and you were how old oh like 16 okay 17 and I'd lost interest a bit um and then I started texting this other boy who <gasps> was three years older. Oh my god! So I gosh. must have been—I must have been fifteen because he was. Like, I'm sorry. When you're at school, like, what year you're in is a big deal. Oh, I know. You were going for boys three years yeah, older than you. I know, right? So gosh. this guy was like a bit of a big dog in you know upper six, <gasps> the top year of the school, and he, he was had like balls. You did. I I think I peaked at school. Anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. So <laughs> this guy wanted to go on a walk with me. Wait, the old one. The old one. And I was like, oh great, okay. So but then the guy I was seeing at the time, who was in my year, also wanted to hang out that night, and I said, oh I'm sorry, I'm really not feeling well. Oh, you know, like a my god, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> like in Mean Girls. Ooh, um, you whore. So yeah. literally (laughs) so then I went on this walk with this other guy and oh my god it was so awkward we bumped into this the guy I was supposed to see and it was so awkward I was with this guy we were walking and talking did you prefer the older one yeah he was way hotter (laughs) and and the fact that he was three years older holds such an allure when you're at school he, yeah, it gave me mega cool points. There were boys in my year who would like be like getting together with girls two years below or something, and it would be the guys in my year who were like kind of lame, mm. and I'd be and they'd be, they'd be getting with girls who are like really beautiful and charming and popular from two years below, and I'd be like, if you were in the same year, you would not be getting together. But it's just like the fact that they're that little bit older just <laughs> makes them so much more attractive oh, because at school, yeah, it's all about what year you're in. It's all about power dynamics between the years. Totally, and uh, anyway, it it was really awkward and awful. Messy, sounds messy. Yeah, it was messy, but it was fun, and I just think, at a boarding school, you've got nothing to do. You know, they'll all start taking drugs and drinking and (laughs) smoking. I mean, we did all that too, but like they will do more of that if they're not allowed to date each other. It just seems bizarre. I mean, the thing is, I'm sure that pupils at this school and all schools you know, would have been when they were trying to snog or whatever, they'd try and do it without being seen anyway and try and be, like, hiding, like you said, behind the shed or whatever. Yeah, it's not going to stop them. Like, exactly. They're still going to do it, you know. They're like the peak of their... They've got hormones. Yeah, I was about to say, they're at the peak of their hormonal development. There's no way they're going to stop seeing people. Exactly. I mean, I just think it's ludicrous as well. Like, to distract from your studies. There are so many things that distract from your studies. Yeah, I just think Social media? Yeah, exactly. Social media is probably worse. Ban smartphones. Don't ban dating. It's quite funny. Like, I I listen to your stories and I'm like, gasp. Did you not? Did you never date anyone at school? 
I was really a late bloomer. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think for like most of my school time, I was a bit like, ew, boys. Um, <laughs> were, you at, were you at an all-girls school? No. Okay. Um, everyone always says that to me. Really? I think because <laughs> clearly I just, I A, I'm very girly, B, I'm probably just a bit useless with men. Um, everyone always thinks I went to an all-girls school and I didn't. It was mixed. Um, it was a very nice school. I was very lucky. Um, it was day and boarding and I was day. Right. So maybe the boarders were all getting up to this stuff. Yeah. Um, although, no, to be honest with you, I know day people were as well. I was just, um, I don't know. I actually... Uh, did rather well in my school exams and stuff and maybe this is why because I wasn't <laughs> you know distracted by boys all the time okay I, mean, I, d- I did well I did okay too I did okay and actually that it's not like I like I had so many school crushes it was so much fun like I remember there was this one boy in the year above me and there was one like every Thursday like he'd be coming out of a classroom and then my next period would be I'd be going in and I'd always be so excited because I'd see him for like 10 seconds and so like that was clearly distracting oh my god I sound like such a harlot in comparison to you oh my god yeah <laughs> I was like I'd be like one time he touched my arm <laughs> <laughs> so funny you had girl at school as well weren't you well I mean just I say mean, it you were you're like yeah Crowd. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) But it it depends, like, anyway, it's a long story. Let's just leave it at that. Anyway, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea that this guy has banned. It's just not going to work. Clearly, he knows it's ridiculous anyway because he's backtracked. It's not going to work. And parents are going to criticise him and write letters. And it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's just a prude that needs to get laid. I hope he's listening. I hope he is too. I'm sure he's an eager millennial love listener. Mm. Well, maybe he will be now. (laughs) Anyway, we are very excited to announce that this week we are launching a new segment of the podcast. Now, this is something we've been thinking about doing for a while because sort of, okay, before we started the podcast, people, friends would come up to me and Olivia and ask for dating advice. I think purely because we are single, go on dates, write about relationships. Then this obviously increased when we started Millennial Love. And then we started getting more and more messages from listeners that, you know, we don't know personally, asking for advice in their dating and relationship situations. So we obviously completely recognise that we're not relationship experts. We don't have any qualifications in this area, but we do have quite a bit of experience. And obviously, this is something we're so interested in. So, we are launching a dating dilemma advice section. Really driving home the alliteration. Dating disaster, dating dilemma. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot we can do here, to there be honest. There's a lot we can do. I yeah, like it's that. good. I like that. Um, so, we are starting this week. And we would love you to send in any questions, any issues you're having. Um, because... We want to talk about them and we'll obviously we'll keep them anonymous and share them with the listeners. Obviously, caveat, we are not professionals. We are not experts in no. giving advice, but it gives us a good opportunity to kind of bring up interesting points of discussion that is clearly <coughs> that are clearly on people's minds and they're yeah. clearly worrying people. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you, we're not saying you have to do whatever we say. Oh. All we're going to do is give our opinions. Totally. So, here we go. Hi, Olivia and Rachel. I've really been enjoying listening to Millennial Love. I especially like how personal you make it. I was wondering if you'd be able to offer some advice. Up until recently, I've avoided any dating situation and I've only had one kind of boyfriend right at the start of uni. 
I'm now 22, moved back home and decided to download Bumble after being inspired by millennial love. As someone who withdraws as soon as someone gets close, making the first move was terrifying, but I messaged a few guys nonetheless. I'd been messaging a few people before exchanging numbers with two of them and have been WhatsApping and texting both for about a month. I've been on a couple of dates with both guys and I really enjoy each of their company, but in very different ways. One is currently training to be an officer in the army, so he lives at Sandhurst, while the other is a biology graduate working in digital marketing in the city. I was wondering if you'd be able to offer your opinion. Obviously, I can't date them both, and it's getting to the point where I need to make a decision. Prior to this, I couldn't believe one person would like me, so for two to do so, I'm feeling rather overwhelmed. Thank you in advance. Gosh, she sounds so sweet. Thank you so much for sending this in. Yeah, it's a really sweet message. And um, that last line almost makes me feel a bit emotional. I mean, you sound divine. You sound so lovely. I can totally believe multiple boys like you. Absolutely. I know what you mean, though. It can be hard sometimes, particularly if you're someone that doesn't really date very much and you've yeah. only had a kind of boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I think we've all had a kind of boyfriend where it's been like, oh, what was Ugh, that? I know. Um, but I think my main, my main piece of advice here is it doesn't matter. Like, the only information she's given us about these two guys is their jobs. And that doesn't matter. That's completely irrelevant to who she should go on a date with, in my opinion. I think you need to, the kind of questions she needs to be asking are who does she feel more comfortable around? Who does she feel she can be herself with more? Um, who does she feel more ease with? Who makes her laugh? You know, I think though it's, it's more about the relationship that you have so mm. far rather than the person. Because so often, you see couples and they're so different and you're like, how are you two together? But it's it's so irrelevant what those two people are. And you never people always say, Oh, you fall in love with person with with someone who you least expect. And I just think it's fundamentally about how you click mm. with one another. And I don't think that necessarily, you know, what they do for a living or where they where they happen to live, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter. I think she needs to just think about how she feels in those two different situations. And quite frankly, there's no reason why she can't date them both at the same time until she figures that out, if yeah. she feels comfortable doing that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think, it, you know, dating two guys at once is potentially not ideal. It can get a bit tricky. But I don't think she's under any obligation to, you know, cut one of them off right away because if she's anything like me then you can change your mind about a guy very quickly and if you sort of cut it off with one then go on another date with the guy and then the, that you that one suddenly does something to turn you off you'll be like oh I wish I hadn't ended it with the other one yeah exactly and there's no need to cut things short if you still are interested yeah. in both of them I think um other good tests you can do is you know when you get a text message from them who make which makes you feel more excited? Mm. Which one makes you get butterflies in your tummy? And another test, um, you know, if you like to drink alcohol from time to time, <laughs> next time you're drunk, who are you thinking about? Who are you wanting yes. to message but trying to stop yourself from messaging? And before you go to sleep, who are you thinking about? And who do you picture in your future? Mm. When you think about next Christmas, who are you thinking might be in your life? Totally. It's difficult, obviously, if you see both, but I think it is. it has to come down to how they make you feel. Yeah, totally. And I think also, again, I'm going to sound like a harlot here, but if you feel comfortable 
sleeping with both of them. I think that can be a real watershed moment because you, you when you have sex with someone, you see their home or they see yours. You know, you get, you wake up with them. You you kind of take things to the next level in terms of intimacy and that can be really beneficial in terms of showing Mm. you how you feel about someone Mm. and how you feel about taking that relationship forward and developing things um so I think that can be you know if if she feels comfortable doing that that can be really helpful (laughs) that's the thing though you can sort of think of it two ways though because then there's also the chance that if you do sleep with one of them and then decide Nah, then you might think, oh, maybe it would have been better if I hadn't done that. Mm. But also, why? Why should why should that be a thing? It, it depends. Thing. It, de- it depends completely on the individual. I think. Yeah. But um, I'm just saying, I think it can shed some light. I think you need to try and not s- stress out about this too much. It's like actually a very nice position to be in have two guys who Very. you really like and who both seem to like you thus far. It's like it's like the ridiculous dilemma of having two job offers and not knowing which to take. Yeah, but I think also just relax. Like, she's a young girl. She's not going to necessarily marry either of these guys. Yeah. You know, it's just who you enjoy spending your time with more and who you want to yeah. give your time up for. And I don't think either of them will look badly on you if they knew you were dating someone else because the fact of the matter is it's... It's normal. Yeah, completely. It's not potentially great, but it's how it is. Until, like, you become exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very acceptable in this day and age. Totally. To be dating multiple people. And, you know, you've only been on two dates each. Um, They both sound like interesting guys, like being in the army, working digital marketing. Cool jobs. Mm. Cool guys, you know? I feel like they're both they're both good options so don't don't rule either of them out because the fact of the matter is the more you get to know them something will turn you off sorry to be depressing you'll get the ick at some point from one of them i mean if you're anything like us yeah we get the icks (laughs) you're gonna break up with them both jokes you're not really you might marry one of them and i would love that so much and actually (gasps) tell us if that you must no but also just tell us anyway we would love to hear what you decide to do um because we're nosy Mm. But we hope this helps a little bit anyway. It's a really tricky situation to be in, but there's no right or wrong, which I think is an important thing to remember. Very well You just have to do with what you feel at the time. Exactly. And I feel like don't have regrets whatever you decide to do because it it was what you wanted to do at the time. Mm. I agree. No regrets. Get that tattooed on your forehead. Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe like... (laughs) Don't take that advice. Mm, No. (laughs) Ignore that. I think we've... um, Expa- ex- what's the word? Ex-funded, ex-pounded, ex- I don't Please know. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Exhausted? There you go. <laughs> Mate, was that it? Anyway, we've, we're done with that advice. We're done. We've, we're done. Yeah. We're done. See ya. <laughs> Mic drop. Bam. <laughs> That's it for today, guys. Please do subscribe to Millennial Love. Rate and review us on iTunes. This will help other people discover the podcast. And if you have a dating disaster or a dating dilemma or something else, alliterating with a D, please send them to us. That sounded really ominous. Mm. Didn't mean it to. Um, please send them to us at millennial.love at independent.co.uk and it will all be kept anonymous. Oh my Christ. We're, we're really done for today, aren't we? Oh, it feels like Friday. It's not Friday. Anonymous. Um, so yeah, or you can tweet us 
at Rachel underscore Hosey and Olivia Petter one. And in more big news, we are thrilled to announce we have a new Facebook group. Woohoo! Exactly. Right reaction. <laughs> now, this is where we're discussing topics from the podcast, news from the dating world, things we've written, things we're doing. And we're asking you guys questions because we want to hear your thoughts. If at any point you just want to give us unsolicited thoughts, things you like about the podcast, things you don't, things you want to hear more of, please let us know. So to join the Facebook group, you just have to go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial dot love. And that's it. Thank you for listening again and we will see you next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs>